This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Have you ever experienced writer's block? Perhaps you haven't because you didn't consider yourself a writer and haven't yet unlocked your inner creativity. This may all be about to change. Sue Chalam Limwoodnik joins me now to tell me about a creative writing workshop that she presented at Limwood in the UK at the end of last year. Sue, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much, Cherise, for having me. Um, Sue, creative writing, is it something that anybody and everybody can do? Well, I think that's quite a challenging question because often the question is, how do you teach creative writing? You know, how can you tell somebody how to write? But I think certainly there is a spark of creativity in every person. It might not necessarily come through in writing, but I I think we all have stories that we want to share. So I I would say that, yes, everyone has the potential to write and to, to have some creative writing because they have the potential to tell stories. And we tell stories every day. So I, I personally think that's what makes us human, our storytelling and lo- loving and enjoyment of stories. Um, yet, is, does everybody have an equal creative spark in them? And do we all have interesting stories to tell? So I don't know about an equal creative spark, but I, I do think that creative spark is inherent in every person, you know, that wish to design and create and um, have something grow out of them and out of their thought, their intellect, um, their gut. Uh, so I do think that every person has that spark and, and that can be harnessed in different ways. Uh, the second part of your question is, um, do we, well, you know what, let's take a break. And after the, the break, we'll look at the second part, which is, do we all have an interesting story to tell? This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Sue Chalam on about the topic of Breathing into imagination, yoga as a form of creativity or helping stimulate creativity. Sue, are all stories interesting, equally interesting? So I don't know about it being equally interesting. And I think as human beings, we have a myriad of interests. So each person is different. You know, what I find interesting will really differ from the next person. Um, So I suppose to answer that, I think... Each person has a story to tell, and they'll have an audience for that story. But the audience, I imagine, would be quite different. You are a teacher, an English teacher at Yeshiva um, College, and you deal with creative writing. I imagine at some level youngsters are more creative or have more access to creativity than we as adults, or am I incorrect? So I I suppose I I can only give you like a paradoxical answer because certainly children have the enthusiasm, the students have the enthusiasm, and their imaginations run wild. So they're very advantageous at having that, whereas adults, you know, have the the life experience. And you'll see a lot of people get into writing mid-30s, you know, later in life because they have those experiences to draw from. So what tends to happen with the students' writing is you've got very similar endings um, or very similar trains of thought um, or highly convoluted stories, and and that's because their imaginations are just running wild. So your your job is to curtail and um, help 
design what a good story is. What is a good story? It's, it's one just told from a sincere voice. We want to hear that voice. And I mean, you know, just in terms of my teaching, the IEB always talks about that voice. You know, listening out. Where is that, where is that individuality? That individual so story. you're looking for the individual? Yes. Uh, are you looking for people when writing stories to use imagination and create fiction? Or are you asking them to draw on their own experience? I would say always using your own experience really? as a starting point. The imagination will come. You know, the stylistic elements and the, the creativity that can always be added in um, afterwards. And one of the tools for creativity you found is yoga. What is your, what was your introduction to yoga? So actually I started my teaching career in yoga in the very same breath. <laughs> and I, I don't think it's a coincidence. Um, I, I found my entry into teaching incredibly stressful. Uh, there was no handover. There was no um, resources to draw from in, initially. So I had to start generating my own kind of worksheets and curriculum. And um, I just found yoga was a fantastic tool to help me breathe, a very healthy way to kind of harness my stress, my anxiety, um, and to f make me feel free, really. Um, so you, did you start with yoga classes? Did you do yoga online? I, so I started with Iyengar yoga, um, and I started with classes um, on a Monday night. And, yeah, I've tried to continue the practice through the years. So you continue doing yoga. How many years did you start? Not that we <laughs> trying to get an age here. I started in 2002. And you've been doing it nonstop? Not nonstop. There have been breaks here and there, but uh, relatively consistently since then. And is yoga progressive or do you do more or less the same kind of breathing every week? So certainly, I mean, I had a, I had a fantastic mentor, um, and she was amazing. And in her eight years that she taught me, um, we never had a class that was the same. Really? And, and that was really, really fantastic because you get to use different muscles in your body. Um, and we actually had a few classes where it was just breathing. Wow. And we breathed for an hour to an hour and a half, which sounds a little bit mad, but... It, it was really, really I know. It like, seems like the most basic thing that we do is to breathe, and yet we need to learn how to breathe because yes. we're not doing it properly. Yes. It's and most of us, that is. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what, what breathing does, I mean, certainly yoga and meditation, um, it creates a space. And, and in that space, you can be creative. In that space, you can find stillness, centeredness, groundedness. I know you gave this as a talk at Limud, and I know you also took mats with that gave people an actual opportunity to breathe. Yes. How was that session? What happened? So it actually, it, it wasn't so much a lecture format. It was more of a workshopping. And I was um, very fortunate to be volunteering as well and have access to the resource room where I found a box of yoga mats. <laughs> so I was thrilled. And uh, my friend Bev and I, we set up the room using the yoga mats. And so the session involved kind of sitting in a circle and then moving to the mats, doing a meditation, then getting back into the circle and then writing, free writing. Um, yeah, and, and the response was really, really positive. I think people very, really enjoyed the experience of mind and body. Yeah. So what, what do you think? Do you think it's just the space that it creates that if you're still and breathing and freeing your mind of clutter, mm -hmm. that is what actually helps the creativity? Yes, and I, I, th I think so. And I think, you know, doing a meditation um, and trying to be present in that, it forces you to remove all those externals. 
So, you know, like I said before, it, it creates that space where actually the imagination gets a chance, you know, and you, you can, you can pull on things, you can draw on experiences in your life just because you've got that stillness. Whereas we're so busy with the minute by minute and what's happening next and what's the schedule and what's on my calendar. So to, to remove all of that, um, and that white noise, it, it really allows the imagination to flourish. Have you tried it on your scholars at school? <laughs> your learners, I think they're called today. Um, so I have a, one particular learner who asks me every lesson, can we start with a meditation? Um, but I have yet to do it. Um, so, there, I mean, there is a lot of controversy around meditation. Not everybody is open to it. Um, I think it's a fantastic tool. Um, and there's an app called Insight Timer, and it really just helps you clear that clutter. Yeah, so it is something I would love to use in my classroom. Um, creativity, back to creativity, mm-hmm. and, and just back to scholars uh, or learners um, that may not start a class with a yoga session or a meditation. Um, what other tools can you help or can you suggest that will help people get creative should they feel that writing is not a natural for them but it's something they've always wanted to do? Um, so certainly Julia Cameron, in The Artist's Way, she speaks about kind of keeping pages and waking up every morning and you just free write for 10, 20 minutes. And the idea is you just get that writing on the page and you're not so worried about that self-criticism. That's I think that's what interferes with a lot of the creativity. So just kind of sitting down writing um, and, and you'll find some gems inside of that, you know. And see the next stage once the creative flows are getting. Is, is there, is <laughs> then the, it gets tougher. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the easy part, then, is it? Yes. What, yes. What's the next step? So I think again, it, it really depends on on what you want. I mean, certainly for me, it's been a creative outlet. Um, I feel like there is a book to write, but it hasn't come to fruition yet. So I'm just going to continue with the process. See so if anybody would like to get in touch with you to learn more about creativity to find out more about your workshop um, uh, what would you recommend so certainly um, they can get a hold of me via email um, it's sueincognito at gmail.com which I'm hoping you will come out of when you launch your next book <laughs> hopefully and you'll use HiFM to launch your next book that would, that would be great <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I just encourage people to keep on writing and keep on breathing keep those juices flowing yeah absolutely Sue so thank you so much for joining me oh, thank you for having me After the break, I speak to some young Israeli students from Beit Shemesh about their participation in Psych Alive.